Favorite aliens and Rick and Morty. Oh no, dog! You know, <laughs> like all the background photography. <laughs> oh, we got a flim flam in the in the bling bling. And... <laughs> Just random gibberish. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's episode one where he's just like, Oh no, dog! You know, like I, I don't do that. So you had a uh, so you had a talker today oh. at work. Did you tell him about the podcast? Do we, do I don't want to talk about it. Well, uh, honestly, like he's so old, he, there's no way he could he could oh. know what a podcast even is. Um, wow, an old talker. No, he's like an older fella. You know what? It's it's one of those things where it's like, dude, you're like insanely. I I, I don't even know if like nice is the word, but like. You know those people that just like hold you captive. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 yeah. you're stuck with them for twelve. Like my shift is twelve hours. So and I opted to make up for a couple shifts that I asked off. Yeah. And so, excuse me. And so, I, uh, yeah. This week I opted for to cover somebody's shift to make up for a a shift that I asked off in the future and didn't know that I'd be training literally the most like he's he is the uh the what's the vampire on what we do in the shadows oh he's an energy vampire energy vampire yes he's an energy (laughs) vampire just has a million things to say about anything. And and also, like, he's, like, an old musician, so he's, like, uh, Nate turned me on to this term. I had no idea this this existed, but this is a real thing. They call him blues vampire or blues vampires. They call him blues lawyers, and they're, they're, like, dudes that... I was, like, explaining to him about, like, guns. We were talking about guns and stuff, and I was, like, it's, like, that guy that bought that, like, vintage guitar, even though he, like, barely plays it and he goes those are called blues vampires that's what we call them and blues lawyers blues lawyers shit i keep fucking it up yeah hey, we can call them blues vampires yeah well it <laughs> and, and dude so my training is pretty easy i just go i just i'm i'm the daddy that throws you in the deep end you know what i mean like yeah. i'm like all right you're gonna take over and i'm gonna sit here and read this book and if you have any questions just let me know but for the most part i'm just making sure you don't fuck the shit up so bad that the line doesn't move see i've and... been having the opposite the opposite issue with training at work oh yeah where like we're training this new person and they're always on my shifts which is fine she's super nice yeah. uh but 
I end up talking, 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 explaining all of these different things, explaining, you know, all this different stuff. And then I get home and I'm like, what did I say today? (laughs) Like, like, I don't even know what I said. And I expect someone to have learned from me. And I'm like, does that make sense? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then I get home and I'm like, did it make sense? I don't even know what I said. Probably, I hope I explained probably it Probably right. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably doing the job wrong. Mm. No, this guy, I, I, no joke, like, everybody's like, so how's he doing? And I just go, I don't think he's going to last. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, my job is insanely easy, and they pay us, uh, like, ridiculous amounts of money to do an insanely easy job. But, but you got to be, like, semi-competent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with computers and stuff. And it's it's really not that difficult because it's like I can show you like the eight things that we do. And, you know, it's 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 like a difference in 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 uh, generation. There's like a generational gap there. Yeah. You know, like he didn't grow up with computers. So I understand like he's not going to get half the stuff I'm telling him. But I'm just like, dude, it's really not hard. <laughs> you mean like when this light comes on flip this switch well it's literally like it's so repetitious like my job is like insanely repetitious and it's kind of what i love about it um i don't mind it at all um but if you don't know computers at all yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an issue you know like uh and because it's all it's all run on computers like my lines all run on computers so um, there's certain buttons that you push. Honestly, half the time, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like button mashing until something happens until I figure out the thing. But I go, and I think I, 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 I made it very brass tacks for him. I go, your job is to make sure this line is running. You know what I mean? Like that is your job. Your job is to make sure you're basically yeah. there to like dress a bunk of wood and put on what, what I mean by dress is like, we have a cap, we have a cardboard top. Uh, you have cover board. You're just making sure that like there's B board underneath. You're basically making sure that the A grade board, which is A grade board, is what we sell. That's covered from top to bottom. You know what I mean? And then you just throw it through the line. It straps it, and that's it. And sometimes you have Strap issues. In. Yeah, sometimes you have issues with straps and stuff like that. But it's literally the most insanely easy job I've ever had in my life. But bro, I'm like sitting there. <laughs> And I go, all right, well, you've kind of been trained for the last two weeks. And he, he he's like one of those guys. He's just like not getting it. Like it's not it's not catching a groove to him. So I go, the only way I know how to deal with that is like you're going to run this today and I'm just going to sit back. And it was like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It seems like everything's going fine. And the minute I come back from the bathroom, it's like it's fucking backed up and it's like god damn it you know what i mean <laughs> what did you do that what did is, you press <laughs> that isn't even the issue though like the issue is not the fact that like he's fucking up because he's a green hat <clears throat> which means he's a newbie it's i understand that he's gonna fuck up you know what i mean like i i that's fine and i can figure out a workaround to get it going you know yeah. But he's one of those dudes where he'll just like keep talking. And I think he's one of those dudes where it's like he needs to talk just to talk. You know, I'm a talker. You know what I mean? Like, you know me. I'm a talker. 
Yeah. But when I get my point across, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, and I want you to just figure it out for yourself. This dude is like one of those dudes where it's like, all right, he, <laughs> my other, my, my buddy at work, he, he was just like, so this guy came up to him and he goes, Hey man, I'm not one of those guys that's going to start drama. I, I don't want to talk about your drama or my drama or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, cool. And then he goes, bro, five minutes later, this dude's talking about like his shitty life and like stuff <laughs> going on. And he's like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Energy vampire, man. It was, yeah. it was, in, it's insane. It's always the people that are like, I hate drama. Yeah, they yeah. have all the drama. It's like that's why they you that's why they the feel drama. the need to get in front of it and say that they hate it mm-hmm. is because they see it so often in their life that they're like, I gotta, I, I, I gotta talk about it. Like, yeah, I hate this. Yeah, I hate, th- I hate drama. It's so like, I gotta get in front of like, it and yeah, let no you know I hate we drama. Do that's why you shut. But the fuck you want to hear about my drama? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are my drama. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. So no joke. Like I just sat back. And uh, I'm reading War and Peace right now, and I'm pretty close to being done. And after this week, I feel like I'm going to finish the goddamn book because I have to read it in order for him to shut up. And it's like, I like start reading it and he'll just keep like, you know, bro, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm. You know, (laughs) like I'm like reading my book and I'm like, yep. And then after a while, I just don't like answer him and I just kind of like give him the like, the Indian nod, you know what I mean? Like the 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 shake. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I just kind of want you to leave me alone. And he finally got the hint after like four hours. But I'm n- no joke, dude. That there's not a moment where this dude isn't talking. Like there, <laughs> there isn't a moment where he'll like it and it, it happened for maybe like an hour where I had peace and I got through like six or seven chapters. And then he <laughs> He just keeps piping up, and I'm like, "Yeah, totally, man." You know, like, and I'm just like <laughs> ignoring him because we're, you know, dude. It is, and I've got two more days of this, and I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn. that's why I like super appreciate the energy vampire in what we do in the shadows because it's like, yeah, that makes so much sense. You, I've you... met that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we all have met that guy. Yeah, dude. And uh, I just went to the beach today uh, after work, brought two beers. I probably could have gotten arrested for an open intoxication. I didn't give a shit because I just like sat there and drank beer, <laughs> just like watched the <laughs> sunset. And I was like, <sighs> you know, you know how you hate drama? I'm going to go home and I'm going to drink some beers and I'm going to think about how much I hate this conversation about drama. Yeah. No, dude. <laughs> That's it's... my drama. I'm going to complain to people about how much I hate this drama. It's insane we to move on. <laughs> it's it's insane to me like how people can do that. Like it's like the people it's it's always the people too that can't catch can't read the room, you know? Yeah. Like I talk too much. That's a given. But there's a certain point where I can read the room and I'm like yeah, nobody's picking up on this <laughs> unless I'm drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in like a sober setting, it's like when I feel like nobody's digging the conversation, I just kind of like move on and I just I quiet up, I clam up. You know what I mean? But yeah. this dude just like there's no hint 
available in the handbook <laughs> to get him to stop talking. <laughs> and I talked to my boss. <laughs> and my boss my boss goes, So, how's it going? And I go, Fuck you, Caitlin. <laughs> she goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> she goes, It's been two weeks and he still can't get it. And I'm like, then that might be your answer. <laughs> like, I don't want to get this dude fired, but I do not see how this is going to work out, you know? I just go, keep him the fuck away from A-Team, which is our team, you know? I yeah. was like, just keep him the fuck away. And she's like, no, he's going to C-Team. I was like, thank God. Because <laughs> there's no way, there's no way I could handle even having him on our line. Because it would, it would just be like... Not we we finally got to a point where like I I don't know if I talked to you about my takeaway driver or like there was a guy that was on my team that was just a dick to me like just fucking hated me for like no reason it was just one of those things where it was like no matter what I asked him it was just like like it was I was intimidated I couldn't talk to him it just was the worst and he left and i got another guy and he's like the sweetest dude ever you know what i mean like super nice uh listen to my music likes my music and he's like bro i didn't even know you did music and stuff like that and we i, I made him like venison just to be like yo dude thank you so much for not being a prick cuz i was like dude we don't we this is a factory job we don't want to be here none of us want to be here you know can we just like make it easy on each other and you know, like make the day go by fast, you know. Um, so yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with this week. <laughs> and I'm on days. So Well, that's gotta be better than nights considering I honestly you're like dude, I, I can't sleep. <laughs> I honestly prefer nights. I honestly oh, okay. do. I would rather do nights than days just because like you don't ha none of our uh management's there during nights so there's nobody oh, okay. like looking over your shoulder and like making sure you're doing okay and stuff there's so no primal yeah i can watch I, I can watch shows i i usually read books or I listen to audiobooks um play games on my phone you know it's it's like really easy going on nights but Sounds days nice. days are like kind of um you might have a tour like somebody touring the facility and stuff like that so I don't know, man. It's it's new to me because I'm so used to like customer service and having energy vampires just be my customers. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like so it's very different. But it's honestly, dude, I don't I don't mind it. I know I need a better job, but I don't at this point in my life, I, I really don't mind it. It's just kind of a monotonous thing and I can listen to podcasts or listen to books or I mean it from what you've told me, it sounds like you're making more money than you've made. Yeah, ever. And, yeah. and, uh, I'm and doing you're just stacking it cause you're living at home. Yeah. Full, but full benefits and everything. So it's, 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 but I mean, it's, it's, it is a very tedious, monotonous job. And I, I understand like people that dude. when I first got there, like everybody hated it. And I was like, dude, I love this. <laughs> like I can like write music and I can like, I dude, I like did, I do this like objective writing now because of this book I read. Um, and I'll like every morning if I have time and I'm not training anybody, I'll just like do like 10 minutes of objective writing, which is just basically like, you know, all your senses. You're just like sight, touch, smell, 
you know, whatever, and you're just, like, thinking back on a memory and trying to, like, jot it down, and it's supposed to get you into the habit of doing that every day, and then that helps you, like, write lyrics about experiences and stuff. Interesting. So I've been doing that, and then I've been, like, dude, I've read, like, ten books already, like, since I've been there. Um, I'm almost done with War and Peace, which is, like, insane. Like, it's so... It's a good book, but it's, like... I talked to my uh, a, a buddy who read it recently, and he goes, "I think I'm glad I read it." <laughs> I mean, like, and that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, "Yeah, I think I'm I'm glad I I read it." I know Tolstoy is like a you know pretty prolific like writer, but um, anyway. So yeah, man. Um, I read that Jesus and John Wayne, and holy fuck, man, am I pissed? Like. The whole time I was just so angry, and I'm like, "That's exactly it. That's exactly what it is." Like Jesus is not real in these, like in the recent conservative thing. It's not a. Re- it's not like scripturally based. It's just like this weird masculine. It's a foundation of propaganda. Well, it's, it's an like ideal. it's an over like exaggeration of male masculinity and and like. Uh, extreme patriotism that just doesn't actually exist in the Bible, you know? Yeah. It makes me very mad. <laughs> it makes me very mad. When I read that dude, I was like, I'm angry. I'm not, I'm not happy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, it was, it was very good. And, and I'll say this, like I, so I, I read it on an audiobook, So I listened to it and the narrator kind of sucked. So it was like, it really like made me like, okay, Karen, you know, like the whole time, whoever was narrating, it just sounded like a Karen that was just like the patriarchy, this and the patriarchy that. And I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, and it was like very heavily like supportive of Hillary Clinton for some reason. And I was just like, oh, "Oh, this is weird. This is still the Jesus and John Wayne book. Yeah. 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 she, She, they were like, whoever the. I don't know if the the actual author was like trying to get that across, but it sounded to me, especially with the narr- narrator, that like you're a pretty big Hillary Hillary Clinton supporter. Interesting. Um, but all the stuff that she talked about with like John Wayne, how it was like so funny that they used John Wayne as this like pinnacle of manliness, even though like the dude was like a fucking like draft dodger and a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just like. Yeah, man, that that sounds about right to my parents' generation, you know, like really, really hyping up masculinity because you probably aren't masculine (laughs) at all. You know what I mean? Like you're probably just a poser, essentially, you know, got to project. You got to have something you identify. Oh, it's so insane, dude. And like the stuff they said she was or they were I don't know who it was a guy or girl that wrote that book. I think it was. I have it here. I have it in my audiobook list, but I yeah. have not. I started it and did not finish it yet. Oh, dude, I read the whole sh- the whole fucking shebang. They were talking about this like general who who like leaned into it hard, and then that's kind of what it was like. John Wayne and this general that like kind of like set conservatives down that path, and it's just. Do you ever do you ever listen to the podcast Behind the Bastards? No. Uh, great podcast. Like dives into all these people and organizations like um and just kind of 
pulls up all their shit. <laughs> so they did like a couple episodes on Mark Zuckerberg and they've done uh, Jeff Bezos and all this stuff. But then they sometimes they do topical ones. And so I recently listened to this one that's like how how the rich ate Christianity. And yeah. it's about how in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, basically how these rich uh, corporations mm-hmm. started putting all this money into propaganda that that um, essentially God wants God is a capitalist and you should right you should have to work and and working is like a godly thing and the whole like under God thing putting that in the in the pledge and on and all that stuff is to try and help identify our nation with this capitalist ideal of God wants you to work and all this stuff like being a collective and providing for each other and helping each other out is is uh is not godly that's communism and communists are anti well that's yeah that's that's kind of the thing that I was getting at where it it it, it the whole time in the book you're like oh you're just like really deathly afraid of communism like that's that's the thing you know what I mean yeah. like they can't or they they convoluted uh, Christianity with just anti-communism. Like, whatever yeah. isn't communism is better, is always better than... And, like, the whole idea of, um, like, not having socialized health care, not having all these, like, government benefits... Yeah. Um, ...is to keep people working, essentially. Right. That you are only truly free... If you are struggling to survive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. It's so wild, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, it goes, it always, I'm always uh, a little bit like, uh, I, I just kind of laugh it off whenever anyone's like, yeah, Marxists, don't be a Marxist and all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, I've never read Marx. Right. Uh, so I can't say that I, I'm at all a Marxist. Um, but like Marxist sounds like, uh, the new way of saying, yeah, you're a communist and being a communist is bad. Like communism doesn't, or even the expression of socialism doesn't have any merit at all in our society. And that is the worst road you can go down without evaluating any of the qualities of the argument. It's just written off as Marxism and you're a Marxist lefty and, you know. Right. Yeah. And that's 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 kind of the thing is where, where it's like it's more buzzwords than actual truth or like what's actually happening. It's just kind yeah. of like. It's well, what I what I realized after reading that book is like evangelical evangelicalism is a cult. You know, what I mean, like it's it's definitely a cult and they yeah. d- just don't know that they're in a cult. And that's why. Like, I mean, it's Christian. It's Christianity. It's unregulated Christianity, right? Where the Catholic Church, for all their horrible, yeah, dusty under rug, dude. At uh, a certain point, like I kind of want to go to a more regimented thing like that. Like for me, it'd be like if I ever went back to religion, I'd probably become a Jew. Honestly, I'd probably try to convert to Judaism. Honestly, are you circumcised? Would you have to get? Circumcised? I am. I am, I am circumcised. <laughs> My wiener is cut. Um, no, I love I love Judaism. Yeah. Like, from all of my experiences with 
all my Jewish friends out here. Like, yeah. They have the best holidays because they're all, they have so many of them and they're all food based. Yeah, for it's sure. Like Thanksgiving. I had, a, I had one customer who's very, very like strictly, uh, I don't know if the term would be orthodox or Hasidic. whatever. Basically doesn't, doesn't eat pork, is kosher like that. But he doesn't it. have Every, the curls under his hat. Doesn't have that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a girl, so, so she doesn't have a yeah. beard at all. Yeah, yeah. But like she was saying that she and her husband every single Friday go to her parents' house. They have a, a Sabbath um, Sabbath dinner and Dude, I did that for a while in college where we did that with like Bethany and a couple of those girls and stuff. And it was fun. It was great. You know, like we all just kind of, I don't know. It was fun. And I like, I liked, I liked, I liked that when we did Hanukkah that one time. That was fun. Dude, fucking latkes are delicious. (laughs) Those potato pancakes. And you never would think applesauce on onion potato pancake. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) And it is so good. But the wine, (laughs) yeah. It's like candle wax. Yeah. What is that? uh, uh, Is it? Manischewitz. Manischewitz, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of gross. It tastes Um, like candle wax, but... And I love a good Passover dinner. I haven't been to a good Passover dinner in a long time. Yeah, man. There, it's like such good food. They always have their like, um, their uh, like I don't know what their book is called that they run out. Of. Everyone has basically like a lesson plan for the evening where they're reflecting right on the Exodus story and all of that stuff and well expression of hope towards the future. Yeah. You know, well, Nate and I would talk about that, too, and where it's like, the Bible isn't really, like, it's not really meant to be taken literally. Like, it's, it's like, the way that, like, Nate would, because would, Nate still, I think, is a believer and stuff, and he would just be like, the Bible is just, like, a bunch of nerds, like, trying to find out, like, you know what I mean? Like, the meaning of the world, or the meaning well, of the universe. Well, it wasn't written you know? to be scripture. I mean, maybe right. arguably the Old Testament was written to be scripture, written to be passed down. But it, it was also but a set letters, of laws the for the of nation Paul, of Israel, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. which we aren't in, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's, and, and, and every, every Jewish person that I've met, um, cause when I was working at Coral Tree, I worked with a lot of Persian Jews and they would, they would talk to me about it and they were they were like you know why i like being a jew is because you can ask questions like it's actually encouraged to like yeah. question things and to like push back on things well and they they have so <laughs> much writing from rabbis since in the last 2000 years mm-hmm. 2000 years ago we stopped writing the bible essentially and now it's our right. constitution, and don't you dare say that it has an error in it. Yeah, well, and but that's the thing. That's why that book, that Jesus and John Wayne book, is so good, because it shows, like, you know, evangelicals, they're like, these were all started by pricks that just wanted money, like fucking con men that just wanted yeah. money. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, people like my parents are just so gung-ho. Dude, I took my dad to Roger Waters this weekend, and he couldn't even get through the whole concert. We had to leave, like... You know what? Three quarters way through the concert because he just got so pissed at like the the political shit that he was saying. But he was doing wow. it across the board. Like he he like threw on like war. It was like you know Ronald Reagan war criminal. It was like um you know uh uh 
Bill Clinton, war criminal. And it's like, so it's both sides, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and then he goes, Obama, like, legalized and, and upped the amount of drones. And it's like, Donald Trump, like, put even more drones, you know what I mean? And then it just goes, it just put, put Joe Biden, it's like, he's just getting started, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it was all, like, political. I, I get, like, it was all political and that, like, wasn't what he wanted to see, but it was like, my girlfriend bought these tickets, Dad. Come on, man. Like you can't just like chill and like hang out and just and he's sitting there shaking his head. You can head disagree. And, you can disagree with the guy. But he's sitting there like the shaking music. his head like 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 fucking Roger Waters is gonna listen to my dad. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, <laughs> dude, like you're not understanding where you're at right now, you know. And now uh, did you smoke some weed before that, Roger Waters? No, concert? but there was so much weed in the air that I got like such a contact buzz. It was crazy. <laughs> I got hammered that night and I had to have two days of like like I'd had two days of just laying in my bed because I couldn't move. Jeez. Like I was so tired. Um but Nick, Mike and I got an Airbnb and we ended up hanging out in Detroit. It was a lot of fun. Anyway. Um But yeah, man, like it's it's just it's a cult, man. Like it's such yeah. a cult. Like it's so I'll, bad. I'll send you a link to to some of these behind the bastards episodes that are really good. If you have podcast listening time, it's. I mean, I work. I love it. I love shifts. it for planes. So, I love yeah, it for I've planes because it's like, well, I got three hours. Might as well listen to right. three episodes of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some some really funny episodes, like the whole Jeff Bezos doesn't understand music. Yeah. Uh, aspect. Or like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, the reason he has that dumbass haircut is because he like reveres the Caesars and sees himself essentially as the Caesar of the internet. Oh god! But but so he has that stupid ass Julius Caesar haircut. I just thought because he's a fucking nerd and doesn't know what he's doing, but yeah, got a floby. <laughs> he is kind of floby. I don't know what floby <laughs> means, but floby is uh, floby was this. Attachment for your vacuum cleaner. They used to have uh, free Floby uh, demonstrations down at the Fleet Farm on the weekends. <laughs> and uh, my friend's dads would all go, and basically they'd get a free haircut because you'd sign up for to be yeah, a yeah. person like in the Floby demonstration. Great and they clips. just like vacuumed, vacuumed with clippers yeah. your head. Or it's and, like great clips, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, this was literally the Fleet Farm. Which yeah. was like tractors and hunting stuff and coveralls mm-hmm. and the Floby demonstrations. <laughs> <laughs> and they just clip your hair and, and they then all suck had it bad on haircuts. <laughs> yeah, it was Good no Lord. cleanup because it, it sucks it into the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Kind of genius. And I'm sure you could give a good haircut with that. Mike could give a good haircut with a Floby. But uh... <laughs> could he though? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he'd have to get the scissors, and that just defeats the purpose. Yeah. But... No, I you know, and it and it bothers me because it's the same thing of this like woke culture that they that people like my parents push back on. They're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Just like, not listening. Yeah, you're just not listening. You're just you're just. I refuse to dialogue because I'm triggered. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like saying trigger words, and that that was apparent to me that he's the same side of the or different side of the same coin, because yeah. he's he's not listening. You know the Roger Waters thing. It's like if you get past some some of it, it's like, you know, it is like in his show is insanely like political but 
and that was apparent because <laughs> the beginning of the concert, he goes, he goes, two things of note that you should all heed. And he goes, number one, please turn off your cell phones. And he goes, number two, if you're one of those people that's like, man, I really like Pink Floyd, but I really hate Roger Waters' politics, he goes, you can fuck off down to the next bar. (laughs) 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 And, And he goes, enjoy, you know, like, and it's... It was pretty intense, like what he was shoving down the throat, and and a lot of it was like insanely like far left just, stuff. But I just want your dad to have been heckling with like, I don't need no education. No, he just was. Sha- control. He, he was just like shaking his head, and I'm like, please don't make a scene. Please don't make a scene. <laughs> like, literally, when I saw that, I go fuck. <laughs> like everybody can hear. <laughs> this me. is not gonna be a fun night. It's the a- saddest part. The saddest part is that you had to. You had to leave because mm-hmm. your dad couldn't handle yeah something he disagreed with. Well, especially because it was like music. my girlfriend bought them for us. You know what <clears> I mean? Like for yeah. for me and my dad to enjoy yourselves, and it was like impossible because you know I agree. I agreed with most of what he said. I think that like there were some things that I'm like, well, you know, like the gun thing, and I was like, man. Well, <laughs> I, I was like, I can't get around that. I'm Hollywood sorry. liberal. I own, I own guns. I'm, I'm, I apologize, but, but still, like, I was like, well, oh, I get your argument. You know what I mean? Like, I totally understand. Um, I mean, I think, I think we had that long discussion about. We did. About we don't. Guns, we don't need to go like, into it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like I told Nate, it's the blues lawyers. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the people that like get these like tricked out guns that don't need them and they don't even hunt. It's like, what do yeah. you do? Then what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing with them? I go to the range. <laughs> it's like, cool, man. <laughs> hey, popping off a few rounds is fun. Cool guy. <laughs> we got a cool guy here. That's like, that's like somebody that doesn't play guitar, and it's like, yeah, but I own this like sick fucking like Fender like Mustang. You know what I mean? Or I own this like oh, dope like Rickenbacker. Noodle. I, d- I noodle and he plays like a C chord and he's like, all right, that's about it. That's about all I know. It's like I'm learning cool. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Sick man, you're crushing it. <coughs> we don't need no education. We don't need no education. I can hear myself, and so I'm making fucking up noise. We don't need no education. Is that me? That's you. (laughs) Hola. Hua. 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 Um. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what's what's new with me other than yeah, man. Feel like I'm lay, finally lay it on me. Feel like I'm finally back after COVID. Like we didn't. Did with, we actually do a deep dive on like what it was like with your COVID? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. And how like for weeks after I was still coughing worse than with it. Um, was it pretty intense? 
I mean, I was like wheezing at night and in the morning, but mm. the rest of the day I was fine. Now it's like kind of back to normal. I'm still kind of phlegmy, but like, I don't know. But like, I don't know. I was doing really, really good. Was being like sober the five weekdays and then uh, drinking on the weekends. Sure. And uh, yeah, that fell off this last <laughs> this last weekend. I worked six a six day week, and by Thursday, so like five days of not drinking, I was like, I'm just itching. I just want to drink. I just want to drink. <laughs> and so I had some beers, and then Friday. I was like, man, I need to socialize, but like no one's around. Yeah. Um, fine, let's let's go out to a bar and see what's happening. So I went down to Townhouse, uh, right. which it was packed. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just so loud in there. You're not if you're not with anyone, you're just kind of standing around staring at people. That's what I learned. I go to bars and I'm a creep because I just stand there and people it's watch. Not creepy though. Sipping my drink. And, uh, that's like my favorite bar though, to like do that. It's my favorite bar to just like, I'm just going to go down and like drink by myself. Yeah. If, and then if I you're, always like, meet at the people. bar. It's something, it's one thing, but like the bar you was all full. You didn't meet anybody. No, mm. no, need, I like, you need me there. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why I expect someone to initiate with like a conversation with me where I'm not initiating with anyone because I'm like, a, I don't want to be listening in on your conversation, looking for some, looking for a place to bite, mm-hmm. uh, and like you're all with your friends, and I'm just standing here. Dude, Mike and I miss drink. that bar so much. I love that. It's bar. It's a great bar. It's it, such a good bar, and it's bar. great if you like have a post up spot, and you're not just wandering in by yourself and. You know, which it was great working next door and then just coming over decompressing after work. That's that's where yeah. it's easy to like do that. Father's office is like that too, though. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that like moment where it's just like, hey, I'm just getting off work and I just want to have a beer and forget about the yeah. day. You know, but like to go to to go there and uh, meet people, I need I need someone else. I'm not a social person like that. And yeah. so I, I went there, got one drink, drank that, and I was like, yeah, this isn't happening. And so I, like, drove back to Culver City, and I was like, well, I still want a drink, so I'm going to go. I'm going to walk to a bar, and I can have two more drinks or so. Yeah. And so I, like, Is went to... Is there one to, by your place? There's... Well, there's Rocco's, which is, like, sports bar, and then behind it, they have this little, like, speakeasy lounge type thing called Whiskey Sevens or something. Nice. Maybe it's just called Sevens. But um, it's just a little lounge, and they have, like, a DJ and stuff like that going on. So everybody's dancing. Everybody's having a good time. It's really small. And, yeah, I got, like, got a gin and tonic, and I stood there, sipped it, watching people. Got one more, and then I was like, this is stupid. I'm going home. Dude. So I just went home, and I drank beer at home. You gotta like turn that into like a Hunter S. Thompson moment and just like bring your fucking sketchbook or something, you know? Yeah. While you're doing it, I don't even know if that's a Hunter S. Thompson I mean, thing, but but you know what I mean, like like a, a writer thing or a creative thing. Um, that I, I, mean, I will tell to you, bars and read read books and stuff like that. Just yeah, dude, giving me something to do rather than anyone who's not looking at their phone but not interacting. Dude, there's with something other people cool is, about like like. 
So I know like it it seems pretentious and stuff like that, but sometimes you need to like get out of your house. You know what I mean? Like you have to get out of your like bubble to write or to do or or even just to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I I it's been a while since I've gone to a bar with a book, but there dude there's it, it's a power move for sure. Yeah. And depending on the book, you're guaranteed to not be able to read that book because someone will ask you a question about it. Which but, that's Fine. That's kind, That's of, the kind point. of the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, uh, you're trying to engage in conversation without being pretentious, but also without being uh, presumptuous. A, a weirdo. Presumptuous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you're not you're not trying to like hit on a girl, but you're trying to be like, hey, if you know what I'm reading, and you want to ask questions, come on over. You know? Yeah. That's not a bad move. Yeah. I vote for you. Yeah. I Dude, gotta, that, that, this, the one thing that, like, I missed so much about L.A. is, like, going with you to the sketch parties. Those were so much oh, fun. Oh, yeah. And, dude, like, I felt like I got shit done, and then we could we could get drunk that night or whatever, and, and it was, like, our one night where it was, like, you know, at least I got something done. Dude, I yeah. wrote most of my record at that fucking sketch party. So, yeah. you know. You know that, that bar shut down. Yeah, I know. It died. Hyperion. So now right? they've been like, yeah, they've been trying to find locations and doing pop-ups like once a month, but I haven't, I've only been to one of the pop-ups, which is sad. But. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, like, that's the thing. I don't know if that's pretentious or not. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, I just want to go, like, you need those. I moments. mean, on a Friday night, it it's a little more pretentious than doing it on a Wednesday night on a Wednesday night. You're like, yeah, I wanted to, that's what I mean. Like maybe they should move it to like a weekday. You know what I mean? Like, cause sometimes you just want to go have a beer and like work on your shit, you know? Yeah. Um, but you want to do it outside of your room because you live in LA. You can't, it's not like you can afford a studio. So you're all your shit's set up in your room. But if all my like I'm I'm dealing with that right now. Like I I legitimately need to like find a space to have my amp and have my like keyboard and have my stuff because if I just have it in my room, I'm not really working on anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like I'm looking at it and I'm like, mm, I should yeah, do that. I should do that, but whatever. The bed's here and Seinfeld. You know? <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, but like it's like no. Like you need like a place to go that you're paying for because then you're like, oh shit, like I actually have to work on this stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? the laundromat like, has become that for me because I don't have, we don't have a washer and dryer on the property, so I have to go to a laundromat to do all my laundry, well, which is cool. guaranteed to be an hour and a half. Yeah, of yeah, sitting there. So I started reading Doom Dude, I Messiah. Always, I always let that shit just run. When we when we when our laundromat was out, I'd just go to the laundromat across the street. I just, I wouldn't even wait there for my stuff. I'd oh yeah, no, it, no. It wash. The problem is, I if don't you want to steal like... my shitty clothes, then go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't have one in my neighborhood nearby that's like good. I actually go to that laundromat because the laundromat I was going to. Uh, this is a really dumb topic, but the laundromat I was going to, half the dryers did not work. And every single time, more of the dryers didn't work. And then they stopped getting all my clothes dry, like, in 45 minutes. And so I was like, this is stupid. Why am I going to this shitty laundromat? I'll go to the one I know. And they renovated that one, uh, by our old place. Yeah. So I just go there. And 
if I want, I can hit up the old neighbors and hang out with them. Or yeah. I can sit there and do some drawing, do some reading, do some writing. Yeah, man. And it's it's fine. But you yeah, need those. it's that getting out of your getting out of your space. Right. Changing up the scenery so that I don't know, it like opens up your mind a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, I think I think you need those. I th- in in the book that I read, um, about it about writing lyrics and stuff. I read this book and it was saying like you need those inspiration things. And it, he, he said it could range from anything from seeing a concert to seeing a movie to going on a hike to, you know, going out and doing things and getting out. The The problem he, I think he's trying to address is that, like, as creatives, we tend to be very hermit-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we very much, like Nate was saying it, he goes, he bought this new house and his studio's in his house. And um, there's times where his wife will just be like, we need to leave the dollhouse. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we've built this beautiful house and we've made this thing, but it's like, we need to leave the dollhouse and, like, experience life a little bit to get inspiration, you know? She's an actor. he's He's a producer, so, you know. But they need to do that, and we all do need to do that, dude. I need I need a space for my stuff. I can't do it in my room. Like it's in my all of my shit's in my room right now, and I I fucking hate it because it's like it's where it's nice I never, that I have my like office. I never space. use it. I never use it. But but like, dude, when I go to the studio to practice for the knockoff shit, um, which I don't know if I've fully announced yeah, yeah. on this podcast, but yeah, oh, I, I joined I a band. Announced, but I joined a band and. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fucking fun. We just had our like like our second to last practice before we start booking. And uh we're sounding pretty good. It was a lot of fucking fun the last practice. But I always feel like fulfilled when I go to that studio cuz he has his own studio and we go there and we we play full band and I'm just like fuck, this is awesome. This is so much fun. You know what I mean? Like and it's like yeah, that's you need that like outside space. That's why I was like, um, you know, we talked about it last podcast, but Jerry and I basically decided, like, I'm not moving back to L.A., so we're figuring out <laughs> a relationship right now as it, as it is. But, um, but yeah, I was like, if I move back to L.A., even, even so, it's like I need a practice space because there's no way you're going to let me do podcasts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in yeah. your in our apartment. Like there's no fucking way you'd get so annoyed. You already gotten annoyed when we lived together and we were doing it. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. way that this is gonna happen. Like I need my own space. I need like a studio of some sort. I don't care if it's a broom closet somewhere. Like I need I need something outside of this, you know. Um I need a place to go. It's like the gym, you know? Like it's it's very much like the gym. Like, you pay for it, and so you're like, fuck, I need to get in the gym. And that's helped me, dude. I've lost, like, I'm down to 20 pounds because it's just like, I'm paying for that. I got to go. You know, like, yeah. I got to go and do it, you know. So, any hoodles. Uh, everybody needs a gym of all types of sorts. It doesn't just necessarily mean, like, a gym for your... The mind gym. The mind gym. <laughs> the creative the, gym. The bad cave. Everybody needs something to get out of their fucking bubble. Like, you can't just, like, sit in your room and think that you're going to come up with, like, some fucking, you know, next-level shit 
in in a yeah. room. In well, the... I mean, from all my like neuroscience reading and whatnot way back in the day, I always think of like you need a different stimulus to break your thought pattern. Like Absolutely. you need something else to just pop a neuron in a different direction or else you're just going to always be flowing down the same paths. Yeah. And you know, that that like, doesn't result in creativity or, or right. productivity or anything like that. You just need something to stimulate you in a different You need different life's direction. smelling salts. You need yes. life's pe- peppercorn to get you yeah. back on track. Life's peppercorn. Oh, man. Ah, well, um, I'm feeling creative and I wanted to listen to something cool, so... I, I was gonna see. I was gonna do it on the track, but I think we should watch the live version. But I gotta find it. So hold on. Holding. I got ads. Hold on. I'll get to YouTube and see if you know. God it. damn it, dude! These fucking ads. Buy a fucking. Time. When did they get like eight minutes long? Oh, when it's like, video will play after the ad. Yeah, it's fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to buy your taco. <laughs> um, All right. we. I don't think we've done a Bon Iver song, right? On this podcast, I don't think so. No. So we're gonna go to Bon Iver full concert NPR music front row, and you're gonna go to minute marker 1832. 1832. You know what concert I'm talking about? The one we always watch. Yes, you always watch. And it's gonna be Wait. 1832. Are we doing six 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 upside down cross? Is it by NPR? Bon Iver. Yeah, but is it the NPR? Yeah, yep, yep. Channel. It's at Bon Iver. It's Bon Iver colon full concert and then slash NPR music front row. Okay, one second. Getting it all queued up. Crowds cheering. Make sure it's make sure it's the song. It's like the boogie kickle boogie kickle. Yes. All right. Eighteen thirty-two. You ready? One second. Dragging it. Ah, uh, best I've got. Eighteen thirty-three. That's fine. Okay. Three, two, one, play it. So it's not in your class. What's the function of a test? Well, I'm still and I still. Help me reach the heaven for the one will ask. That's a better than dice. Two separate lives take their soul kind of quandary. Wandering, take me into your bones. What is left when I'm lonely? I learned about it. Dude, that one we went to was awesome, though. Yeah, it was really good. Especially since we didn't know that it was his new record. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> Dude, the fucking, like, paradiddles that he does on those fucking toms, man. Oh, my yeah. God. 
That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, Nate and I were talking about this is what I was going to say. He goes, I, I don't know what, what brought it on, but we were talking about it. And I think it, well, it was like some shitty band that I brought up on Salton's a couple episodes ago, I think. Uh, it was just like some Instagram band, and they were like a bunch of buff, like, middle-aged dudes. <laughs> and I go, they just look cool, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I don't really trust, like, a buff musician. He goes, he goes, I don't think I trust, like, any buff musician. I think I kind of think, like, you're probably not that good. <laughs> and I go, and I go, wait, I think you're right. And he goes, now I'm not talking, like, fat or skinny. Like, you can be either or. But if you're, like, the super, like, health-conscious dude, it's like, you're probably spending more time thinking about that than you're thinking about, like, writing your songs or something. <laughs> And I'm like, you're not, dude, you're not wrong. I don't think there's like a single buff musician that I'm like, that guy's sick. You know what I mean? Like, every yeah. musician I know is either like insanely skinny and like. They're all soft. Yeah, they're insanely skinny or whatever, or they're like some big fat dude that just is really good at like. What Dad bod folk, folk singer. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's like a single like buff musician that I'm like. Yeah, that guy's rad, you know, <laughs> like, or that guy's really good. Like, dude, dude we yeah, know. I have to think on it. We know this dude. Uh, I think he plays in. I don't want to say Silent Planet, but I think it's called Silent Planet. It's like a hardcore band that Nate works with. His name's Alex, and he's a he's a big dude. Like he's he's a. I'm, I don't want to say fat because I want to shame him because I've never met the dude. But he plays with my epic now, or he plays recorded with it. And this dude is like, I mean, Josie, like when I watch him, I'm just like this. You know, what I mean? like I just like I just put my f hands to my face and I'm just like, I could listen to you play for hours. You know what I mean? Like, he's so good, man. It's yeah. insanity, like how good this dude is. So I don't know. Like during that whole performance, I'm just like, this whole performance is so cool. But like that fat drummer dude is just like riffing <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean i'm like that, you know it's so um cool. i'm curious so he has that like synth loop that's just going in the background the entire time and you've talked about when when you we did the kate bush episode you were talking about having sort of a driving more melodic based song than a riff based song is yeah. that kind of what you're yes talking about yeah. okay yeah 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 I've in dude like I've been kind of like fleshing out the songs for it and it's kind of becoming something like that. You know what I mean? Nice. Um I haven't I haven't I haven't like done the full band thing yet, but I have like at least like four songs where I'm like pretty confident that they're going to make the album. So Awesome. Yeah. So I uh that's that's one of the songs that I actually threw on the reference. So I, I like Nate and I will share, you know, like songs, a mood board. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a collage of like what I want my new record to sound like. And that's one of them. So, awesome. Yeah. It's just such a good song. Um, The dude, I honestly like. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I barely listened to his newest album. Uh, whatever the spring one is, but I just don't, I don't like it. 
You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. like it. I think I think everything after uh is it thirty three a million or whatever? Twenty two a million. Twenty two a million, thank you. Anything after that I'm like, mm. You know what I mean? Well, like, you weren't even sold on twenty two a million when it first came out. You were like, when I first yeah. came out, when it first came out, and then I listened to it more, oh, okay. and then I was like, no, this album's sick. But I, I honestly, from from For Emma to his self title, they're perfect albums. All three of those albums, yeah. like Blood Bank, For Emma, self title, perfect albums. Twenty two a million. I was like, it took me a while, but then I loved it. Yeah. And then the new one, I'm, I, I just kind of, I fell off. You know what I mean? Like I was like, uh, it's the same thing with War on Drugs. Like they came out with, uh, uh, is it is it Lost in the Dream? What is it called? Uh, a deeper understanding, Lost in the Dream, and uh, I don't even know if they've come out with anything since. Uh, yeah, Lost in the Dream, Deeper Understanding, I Don't Live Here Anymore. And I Don't Live Here Anymore, I got it on vinyl. I bought it on vinyl, but I was like, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm they're kind of like on their way out for me, you know? Yeah. But goddamn, that band had like three solid fucking albums that I still listen to this day, you know? Um, But I bet what they come out with next, I'm probably not going to be into. I'm I'm just I'm just making a a statement where I'm like mm, I don't know probably not probably not but uh, it's the same with Bonavera man they he he took me on a ride man like for my mid twenties to mid to late twenties to early thirties like I loved everything he put out you know everything he put out I was like this dude is the man yeah but uh, that spring album man I'm like. I'm not into, you know, like, and, and when we watched it, when we went to that show, it was super cool, but like, well, I think that wound up being 22 a million. No, 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 you're right. That wound up being a spring album. And I was just like, I'm not into it. Like the Hey Ma stuff. And yeah. And, you know, I I just was like, yeah, you lost me, but you, you had, you had a chance to see him live. Not like I would have loved to see like him. That. I would have loved to see him not do the, that with the like dance crew. I would have loved yeah. to see him do twenty two a million. Honestly, that night, yeah. And that night, I was super stoned. So like, no matter what, like it was still really cool. Yeah, I remember I found you by the bathrooms. So. Oh, dude, I was high <laughs> as shit at the Hollywood I just, Bowl. I need to... Is that I where we were? The Hollywood right Bowl. Yeah, 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 we were at the Hollywood Bowl. And I and I was so stoned. I was like. <laughs> I just can't be go in there right now, Joe. And you were like, "You got this, man." <laughs> we walked out, and they were doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like this crazy, like watermelon, like fucking light show. It was so wild. No, it was cool. Um, but I would have loved to see them during that tour. I would have loved to see them. You know, twenty-two million. It's it's a good record. Yeah, but that's probably my favorite song on that record. Honestly, that song is great. Not Creeks? No, no. I think wow. 666 is probably my favorite. That song is rad. Dude, those, that drum, that, like, the... Yeah, I heard about it. It's sick. It's rad. 
All right. Thunder rolls. All right. <laughs> Thunder rolls. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Um. Okay. So when I say Depeche Mode, do you think the '80s? Yes, I like Depeche Mode though. Well, we are gonna go fast forward into the future, the future past, 2013. Their album Delta Machine. Okay. Um. When I think of Depeche Mode, I often think of their production being like very 80s, where it had that, like, I, yeah. I complained about this with Kate Bush, where it was kind of like flat. This is like if you took Depeche Mode and gave it like Trent Reznor production. Okay. Hold on. It's off of and what? It's off the album Delta Machine. We're going to do the second song, Angel. All right. Okay, Angel? Yeah. Got it. We have a 10-minute warning. Yep. All right, three, two, one. The angel of love was upon me, and Lord, I felt so small. The legs beneath me weakened. I began to crawl Confused and contented I slithered around With fears beyond me I was lost, I was found Very Depeche yeah. Mode. Very, very. I dig it. That's sick, dude. <coughs> yeah. You got anything to say about it? Or just uh, sick song? I just really wanted to show you that one for a while. Yeah, man. It's cool. So. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah? Yeah? <sighs> yeah, dude. No. I, I love Depeche Mode. So. Yeah. And I like... I mean, I love, obviously, you know, Violator and whatnot. I'm not sure with tons of Depeche Mode. Same. Except this album and Violator. <laughs> <laughs> not not, uh, not a hipster about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I like their pop stuff. <laughs> I like their I like their hit songs. They're really... What's, they're what's really, their best record? They're the really, greatest hits. <laughs> they're really grooving. Everybody's best record is the greatest hits, bro. <laughs> I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Because it has all the great hits. I don't want to go to work tomorrow with the energy vampire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. You good? All right. Yeah. All right. Love you, buddy. Yeah, uh, well, too, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah.